G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. You've no doubt heard that saying that sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. Not much. In fact, the things people say can leave lifelong scars. People might tell you, I'll just get over it. But can you? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and it's just fabulous to be back with you again today as we take a look at dealing with the hurts from the past from a different perspective. Sticks and stones will break my bones, but names will never hurt me. So the saying goes. But in fact, nothing could be further from the truth. When people call us names, when they hurt us or reject us or or abuse us or talk behind our backs, those things can really hurt us. And for many people, they carry those old injuries around with them, often without really knowing it. And it robs them of the life that God always intended. If your dad didn't encourage you, chances are you'll have low self-esteem. If you were abused as a child, chances are you'll feel like a victim for much of your life. So is it possible to be set free from the hurts of the past? There's something really important that we need to know about the past. It's past. It's gone. There are lots of things out of our control. The past is one of the biggest ones of all. doesn't matter what we do, how much we wish we could change it, how much we try. What's done is done. We can't change the past. We can only change from here on forward. Well, why is this so important? I mean, it's blindingly, glimpsingly obvious. Yet so many people live in the past. They live today constrained by the hurts of yesterday. I didn't have a happy childhood. I I was abused. I was hurt. The kids at school weren't nice to me. The teacher... I mean, recently I was overseas with my wife. We were in Canada and... We were talking to our daughter who was staying with a friend for the couple of weeks that we were gone. Our daughter Melissa is 14. And there was one particular teacher who said something really hurtful to her. And so, of course, I rang the principal and I talked to the principal and dealt with it. But just one harsh word from an adult when we're growing up as teenagers, just one, can leave a mental scar. It can happen from parents. It happened to me while I was growing up. It's just the way I am. And we look back and we lament. We wish it was different, but it's not. And we turn it over and over in our mind, like a cow chewing its cud. Here's this crazy idea I have. When Jesus died on the cross for me, he purchased for me a new future. If anyone believes in him, they are a new creation. Everything old has passed away. Have a look. Everything else is new. And Jesus said, if I set you free, then you are actually free. You listen to the Apostle Paul. We are more than conquerors if we believe in Jesus. I can do anything through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. Okay, so there are some words on a page in a book called the Bible that tell us some things, but but what do they really mean for life? Well, here's the crunch. And if you are someone who is struggling with the hurts of the past, you may not like what I have to say. 
but I have to say it to you anyway. Here is the crunch. You can live your life with the hurts of the past and believe that you can't change it. Or you can decide to believe what God says about you. Got a choice. I often joke, I mean, I, I would not make a good counsellor. You know, it's not my, my gift to sit with people. And one of the people who helps me on this program, Max Harding, who is a great guy, and as well as being a, a fantastic producer, he also works in a, in a counselling ministry. And he does a wonderful job at that. But that is not what I do. And I often joke that, that my form of counselling is to listen to people for 30 seconds and say, that's great, just get over it. <laughs> In a sense, that doesn't help. And, and of course, when we have issues and hurts and problems from the past, we do have to bring them out and talk about them and deal with them. But some people talk about them and talk about them and talk about them and talk about them for the rest of their lives. They whinge and complain about some bad things that happened to them when they were children. Even people, let me say, who have said, look, I've seen what God did for me through Jesus Christ. I believe in him. And yet somehow these same people still want to live in the hurts of the past. The past is past. It's over. It's gone. Can't change it. Can't undo it. Can only come to grips with it and leave it behind. If it's past, shouldn't we leave it behind? Do you have some hurts? Let me ask you really kindly, but very directly, are you still wallowing in those hurts? If that's you, I have a word from God for you today, and that word is this. Get over it. It is time to move on. I don't say that lightly. I don't say that with a smile on my face. It is time to to move on. Let it go. Jesus bought you and me an eternal future. And it doesn't matter where you go in the Old Testament or the New Testament, what you see is a God who wants to bless us. Now, a lot of Christians in the New Testament went through a whole bunch of persecution. And you could say that they were victims in a sense. But when you look at Paul locked up in jail, singing and praising God, writing letters of encouragement to his friends in Philippi, you think, I don't think Paul was really a victim here. Would he have preferred to be doing something else? Probably. Paul would rather have not have been in jail. But there was no way that the Apostle Paul was living his life as a victim. He'd come to grips with what was happening to him very, very quickly. And quickly he got over it. When we have hurts from the past, sometimes it is time to take the garbage out and let it go. If the past is past, maybe we need to get over it if Jesus bought us a future. Of course, the devil, well, he's happy for us to live wallowing in the pains of the past. He's only come to steal, kill and destroy. But Jesus said, I have come that you would have an abundantly blessed life. So which one will it be? Will we continue to wallow in the pain and the hurts of the past or will we decide to believe what God says about us and get over it? But hang on, Bernie, you don't understand my past. You don't understand how much it hurts. You just don't understand. Well, maybe I don't. But here are the things that I do understand. You are an incredibly beautiful person in God's eyes. And when he sent Jesus to die, he had you in mind. He had me in mind. He had his love focused on us. And maybe some tough things have happened in our lives. But listen, show me just one person, just one person 
who's had a perfect life, without any hurts, without any disappointments, without anything to look back on and regret. I don't know anyone like that, do you? Now look at this Jesus on the cross, the price that he paid to purchase a future for you and me. Tell me that there is something to be gained by hanging on to the past that he dealt with on the cross for us. Today, I believe you and I are together for one reason. Jesus has an invitation for you to live this abundant life. We all have decisions to make, and today, I challenge you to make a decision. Either choose to wallow in the past and let it rob you of your future, or choose to accept once and for all the abundant, blessed life that he came to give us. The decision is yours. Which one will it be? And if you're tempted to hang on to those past hurts, if they're hard to let go, give me just one good reason for you to hang on to them. I believe we've each been made to live an incredible life. Maybe today you can take that simple step of faith and say, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Before we go, I'd just like to remind you that if you have a prayer need, we would love to pray for you. Listen, the only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. Just let that sink in. The only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. So if you'd like us to pray with you, in fact, if you'd like our whole prayer community to pray with you, stop by online at powerfulprayer.org to share your prayer request. It's completely confidential. Your name won't be displayed. And in fact, while you're there, perhaps you could pray for one or two others and leave them an encouraging word as well. The Bible says that the prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. So let us pray for you and with you. And let's just see what God does, how he intervenes, how he chooses to bless you. That web address again is PowerfulPrayer.org. I'm Bernie Diamond. I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.